Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcast and yet another episode of People at Work hosted by Kamal Karant, co-founder of Exfino, a specialist staffing firm. In People at Work, he explores the fascinating world of work, workplace behaviors and changing office dynamics. This time he's in conversation with Shinjini Kumar, a formidable name in fintech circle and co-founder of Salt, an app focused on helping women to manage their money. This is a really special episode as it pays tribute to the golden boy of cricket, Sachin Tendulkar, who turns 50 this week. The master blaster seems to be entering the 50s club in great style, with his brand valuation soaring even though it is 10 years since he retired. But how about those in the corporate world? Where do they find themselves as they hit the 50s? Is there anxiety and thoughts about retirement? Or is the golden age the best time at work? Over to Kamal and Shinjini to explore this fascinating topic. Hi Shinjini, welcome to People at Work, our monthly podcast at uh, Hindu Business Line. Hi, thank you so much Kamal. Uh, Shinjini, you know, it's a, a topic uh, very close to my heart because I'm a cricket fan. I don't know how about you. Uh, and uh, all my life, uh, you know, uh, I I could call that my similar age to Sachin so grew up watching him and uh, uh, very clearly you know this this topic was very difficult to miss though I'm sure everybody is going to talk about Sachin turning 50 but uh, in a cricket crazy nation like ours you know we can't help but you know use these milestones to you know bring the celebration on and at least for me I look at it like why not after all the fond moments he has left us with however you know I wanted to ask you this in the world of uh, work or enterprises 50 as a group has its own shade of gray and uh, it sort of casts its shadow of doubt on employees do you get people age 50 plus known to you asking what they should do and what do you tell them it's a very uh, important milestone so first of all i think uh, we should celebrate uh, sachin's 50th birthday because it is a very big milestone he is a big icon and it makes us think about what does it really mean to to be at this uh, juncture which is the question you are asking me in like my, my context which is the corporate context and it is true that uh, many people by the time they come to this stage uh, have been uh, thinking seriously about uh, you know have i done what i set out to do and either they feel close to what they set out to do or they feel um, it is unachievable should i be doing something else or they feel um it is not worth it so should i be doing something else because your uh, mortality hits you you start thinking about a meaning of life in a different way you start valuing time in a different way you start valuing relationships in a different way and by the time you are at this stage you have un- you have a much better understanding of yourself and your process and what works for you and what does not work for you so that combination of all of this makes you wonder am i at the right place do i have enough time to do what i set out to do and for some people it translates into putting a lot more uh, energy into their work and saying yes i need to get that get to that corner office and i will do what it takes and for other people it feels like even if i get there so what so should i be doing other things which is the question that a lot of people ask either themselves or others my advice to people is uh, it has to come from your point of strength so if your point of strength is process and internal networking then aim for 
that next role within your corporation that will give you that leadership because you have to aim for leadership. There is really no point in you trying to compete with people who have much more advantage of technology and uh, new age thinking. Uh, and therefore, uh, you have to uh, go to a leadership position. Uh, if you are an internally networked person, uh, that makes sense. Uh, if you're an externally networked person and you have passion points and you have energy to bring to something uh, which is other than what you do on a day-to-day -day basis, then you should consider if you can do better outside. Thank you, Shinjini, for your point of view. And uh, just a trivia, I turned 50 a few months ago, will be possibly 51 soon. And I went to a lot of these parties, you know, the whole peer world of mine is celebrating their golden birthday, as they call it. And as we kept meeting, celebrating and exchanging notes, the dominant two expressions were, you know, have I crossed my peak? Let's say my peak is yet to come. These two. So some of them reluctantly admitted that they were slowing down and that the organization, especially in the tech world, wants more younger leaders. The popular question we are asking leaders we are hiring in the tech world is, you know, you know, this is what we are forced to ask sometimes is, can you code? And some of them take offense. And do you see this threat to people above 50, especially in the tech world? So I'll give you a slightly personal answer to this question of have I peaked? Um, I think the peak uh, comes for uh, people in uh, in different ways because of also, among other things, your own uh, background. So typically, if you come from a slightly less privileged background, you unless you are very lucky, you would take an extra five to 10 years, depending on what phase of technology you rode, uh, to get to the same point as your peers. So somebody with equal uh, intelligence, equal uh, passion, equal uh, skill sets um, and ability to learn will take slightly longer time if you come from a background. So, And I say this from personal experience because obviously I came from that background. What that does to you is uh, you may be doing the same things at 35 which other people are doing at 25 or 30. So, but you have that energy, you have that passion. It will take you slightly longer. It will take you more. It's like, you know, some, some people become artists at 40. Uh, they cannot expect to be similar to other people who have been painting for 20 years, but some, but they can take that leap, right? So it's a very different combination of factors for people to achieve their peak. And therefore, I don't think people should be that's that conversation that happens in these parties. And because you celebrate 50 in a certain way and because all your peer group turns 50 at a certain time uh, is much more a conversation for people that have, let's say, gone to an IIM or gone to an IIT or gone to a that have a cohort. For somebody like me, that question never arises because I don't have a cohort. My cohort doesn't do the same things that I do. Most of them are married and have grandchildren. I cannot, my, their energy, their priorities in life are not the same as my priorities in life. So I have to think about my peak in a very personal way. And I think most people should push themselves to think about it. I don't think people do that because it gets very, you know, it's you can get carried away. Slowing down, again, matter of personal choice. You can, you could have had a very hectic, very successful life when you were very young. You cannot always sustain that. And early success is never a guarantee of late, uh, you know, uh, success or a protection against late failures. You know, so many people that did very successful startups uh, in Silicon Valley, but their second ventures, third ventures don't do equally well. So maybe the peak came early. Same happens to creative people sometimes. Same happens. It doesn't happen so much in corporate careers because there is a certain vintage associated with leadership roles. And therefore, this, the corporate world is slightly different. But again, in the startup world, it's similar to the creative world. You could be 
like a you know you could be a like a popcorn you can pop very quickly and become a, a unicorn or whatever you want to become or you could simmer very slowly and it could take time for you to get to that point so i i just think that a lot of these things are more complex than what they are made out to be in in this sort of a superficial understanding and people need to really push themselves to understand what i do want to highlight is that when you think about slowing down or when you think about your peak you have to not just think about it from a pure perspective of saying did i become a managing director did i become a ceo cxo you have to think about what is my contribution to society what is my contribution to economy even what is my contribution to uh, you know to, to the younger generation so i don't necessarily have to code to be able to bring the best out of 1000 people who can code and who may not necessarily be able who may be very smart at coding but who may not necessarily drive to the same outcomes which are relevant to society because at the end of the day technology i hope will continue to serve humanity and not the other way around and for as long as it is the purpose of technology is to make humanity live better lives you cannot just rely on efficient coding to get us to that point and therefore i think leadership has a very important role so people should not get over uh, you know sort of worked up about this idea that i'm irrelevant um, just because i can't code or i don't have the whatever is the skill in fashion at that point of time shindri you you sort of touched upon you know early success doesn't uh, necessarily you know uh, you know guarantee you know uh, success later as well and uh, you know one of the my favorite books which i read in the last month uh, was this book called from strength to strength you know by a gentleman called arthur brooks wrote this and he says that an early success in life is no insurance for late stage failures you know and we know especially when it comes to sachin we knew there was also vinod kamli at that time but sachin continuously you know went on to you know all the peaks that you know he deserved later and we know what happened to vinod so i guess uh, we have that uh, many cases like that and we also know that success is measured differently by different people but let's say we achieve the money role power very early in our careers does it make even harder in our late stages to accept the decline and the specific question to you is how do we recognize this decline in abilities i i do want to challenge the decline in ability uh, question because it's about what ability you are talking about certain things will decline uh, you will gain certain other things in the trade off um it's about what value we ascribe as a society to what sort of uh, you know skill or um, wisdom or whatever uh, there are sort of societies that ascribe disproportionate value to age related experience you know like japan and uh, places like that there are societies that have excessive importance to youthful values and we know those as well i think india is somewhere in between depending on your economic strata depending on the very specific regional local cultures families etc we we have a combination of various things going on at any point of time so early success uh, definitely uh, is being celebrated a lot more in india than because obviously we are a hyper competitive nation very large nation very youthful nation we are a young country it is important for us to celebrate early success because if we don't then the young people will always see old people as role models and icons and that just does not work that's just very frustrating to young people to constantly see a bunch of uh, you know old 50 plus people sitting and talking and i think cricket is a really great place there right so sachin's consistency his uh, you know his evolution etc speaks for a certain type of uh, not everybody will become that 
those who will become that will earn genuine respect and place in history uh, and even earn respect from the younger people but if you could if you would just allow people to continue to do, build upon that career then so many young players that keep coming out in this country what happens to those and it's the same in the corporate world if you look in the rear view mirror you will always see so many people coming your way who are better uh, who have the same education because education has also expanded so i feel like a lot of this uh, uh thing about my declining ability obviously if i compare myself to a 20 every time i have interviewed a bright 25 year old i have questioned myself that i've asked myself that question why is that person why can that person not do the job that i am doing today and the distance may be huge i may be a managing director i may be interviewing for the role of my chief of staff but i will still ask myself that question what is it in that person that he or she cannot do the job that i am doing today and that answer helps you to understand what you should focus on versus what you should let that person do better because there will be many parts of your job which they can do better in which case you can focus on what you can do better and i think that that challenging that questioning that letting go of things that other people can do better actually helps you to focus on the right things so uh, i just think that you earn that you over a period of time if you are focused on what is your um, you know new potential what is what are you earning in lieu of that uh, it just helps you to uh, become uh, not feel irrelevant i think one of the things people start feeling is irrelevant because you constantly want to be your own 23 year old self you know that high energy high ability to um, you know learn compete uh, excel uh, that almost that uh, high that uh, you know new peaks every time and you just have to understand that slowing down is not about uh, not being able to do all of that slowing down is about being more reflective having more sense of purpose understanding and being able to translate and articulate that to many people who may have much better skills but sometimes just don't are not able to be happy forget about performance they just even if they're performing they're not happy and you can i mean at the end of the day our purpose is not just to have money as a corporation or as an individual but to do bigger things so i just think a lot of times people need to think about this sure sanjeev you talked about happiness and uh, one of the very important uh, coherent connections to us is our families and societies and as we slow down or let's say there is a need or you know some, a desire for us to do something else I want to ask you do you think our families and societies are really equipped to deal with supporting people who want to slow down or even start their second curve I ask this because in a couple of instances in recent times you know the spouses reached out to me and said they don't want their partners to you know slow down or do nothing can you get him something as being a recruiter when it comes to the territory but does everybody need to sign off on a high whatever is that high you know for example it could be money it could be position you talked about corner room Uh, and if you remember even sachin struggled in his last 3 years and almost had to have a send off series to you know sort of eventually say bye to him with work being such an important identity for all of us this seems to be a struggle you know a second curve or slowing down or taking off your take i think uh, is the society uh, you know helpful i i think largely yes i think we do have a far better 
social construct than many other countries that I can think of, uh, because you can uh, put yourself through the role of uh, many different. I mean, I know the society that you are talking about. Uh, if you look at pockets of success, high success driven communities and cohorts that we have, let's say Bangalore, Mumbai, um, Delhi, Gurgaon, I I don't think that society exists because I think if the building in which I live in Mumbai, for example, um, you you very much in demand for for the time that you are uh, you know part of this uh, cohort, and then you have to be the chairman of something to continue to be remembered and some pe for people to wish you and and some people really do an excellent job. I mean, in our building we have some real iconic people and that all of us look look up to and all of us like you know and they have done different things after their retirement many of them are just board members but but i think people do rediscover themselves and continue to gain that respect but a large part of society also does allows you to do that in very different ways so if, if you travel through india you'll find people that have been uh, you know tech entrepreneurs or whatever they can go back and become teachers and they can do a very good job of it and they earn respect in their society their community so i think this country has so many problems to solve that if a person just takes up anything they are and we are just replete with examples of that i i always worry why more people don't do that why more people choose to be redundant in their prisons of luxurious homes and you know what do they call them facilities and uh, you know hospitals next to me and never just leave that comfort and i think more people need to challenge themselves to do that because we are a country of a billion people and a millions of requirements and needs of uh, you know communities and society so if you ask me society and community i don't think that's the problem families i think men who are told at uh, 50 that don't come and sit at home are being served very rightly by their wives who were told at 25 to sit at home and take care of the children i really love that one so like at every farewell party that i go to and the woman turns up and says oh no 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 please i don't want him at home i'm like yes dude that is good <laughs> you were the one who were telling her to take charge of the house with her mba degree and ferry children to and from classes while you were building your successful career and giving speeches about how a successful woman behind you accounted for how a housewife behind you accounted for your success now is your time go find another place that's a good one to shinzen i have never <clears throat> laughed so much in my podcast so far so <laughs> i will put that that away you know so and you know i, I want to draw your attention to something you said earlier uh lastly there's a last uh, you know question i have for today is not everyone crossing 50 will be a cxo or a ceo or an entrepreneur in a way most of them who survived working without growing to cxo roles must have also contributed to the enterprise in one way or the other and should be in their own crossroads too yeah that nobody celebrating their 50 except the families uh, in a growing world of millennials millennials and gen z as we call them how should organizations integrate this golden age boys girls transgenders in this mix i'm going to give you a very interesting answer to this as you know i've worked across different types of organizations so my take on workplaces is like very interesting from that perspective so my first career was reserve bank of india as you know and i was in delhi office for a substantial period of time uh, of that career and in delhi office one of the things i saw is that when people would come to office they would actually uh, pray like the seedion ke paas jaake na they would do this and you know pray and i used to as a young you know atheist smart girl i used to find that very weird i was like what are these people coming praying for and when they retired 
their families used to come and these are the people that you are talking about not the not the ceo not the person who moved from one position to another position these were typically people who joined in a role and also retired in maybe with one promotion or two promotions and their families actually came with band baja uh, outside the office and they would be wearing like lots of garlands and they would their families would come and take them home with all that band baja barat wow. okay Yeah. And I thought it was the funniest thing. I and my friends used to just laugh and just find it like bizarre. Over a period of time, I have started to really reverse my views and I've started to understand that it was such a beautiful thing for people to be grateful to an employer for uh, taking care of their needs and their families and uh, and their families to be grateful for that tenure for that uh, you know upgrade in their lives that happened and then take their uh, you know loved one home with all that uh, fanfare and uh, I, i never believed in this like when my mother retired i didn't even go there like she said i'm retiring i'll say yeah cool you'll have fun just go travel whatever and uh, much later you know when my mother would say you know this is the saree that my sister gave me when i retired this is uh, something that my you know the teachers gave me when i retired etc etc I started to realize that uh, I I don't think that corporation should do anything to keep them or to create like you know because it is not it is fake it is not real it is not real for a person who does not work in a corporation to either feel that uh, sense of mission uh, most of the time or for anybody who works within the organization to get that wisdom like today if I go to Reserve Bank of India let's say hypothetically I worked there seventeen years but. if i were to go there and try to you know like make myself uh, relevant it would be fake on both our sides so there are very few people who can so for example i left paytm but i am now back on the paytm bank i mean i left paytm bank and now i am on the board of paytm bank and i am able to contribute because i understand the organization i've come out i've learned a few things i'm able to contribute which is why i'm there so there are some roles that can be created for certain specific situations and those are good but to try and create a uh, an outreach i am sorry but i am a little bit uh, you know existentialist in that uh, manner like why you you worked you retired there is so much to do in this world go clean up your communities find go tell people if you know finance go tell people how to take care of their finance if you worked in a operations company help your society build a better system to cool their homes without consuming so much energy just go do something absolutely and to <laughs> say the least uh, today and uh, really to come a whole lot of things and only thing i missed is like i thought i had the best send off and i left, left my last employment before going on to pune now that you brought the band baja in i feel a little <laughs> incomplete short change yeah <laughs> Thank you so much, Injini, for you know making time and lighting up today. Uh, pleasure to have talked to you, and I'm wondering why I didn't meet you earlier. Um, and thank you on behalf of. We we are just starting. We're just fifties. We are yeah. starting. <laughs> <laughs> so once once again on behalf of uh, Hindu Business Line and people at work, thank you for being with us today. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. If you liked what you heard, please share the link. Also check out our site. hindubusinessline.com for more multimedia content